This is a Burn FM podcast. The Selly Sportscast from Redbrick and Burn FM. Your go-to for West Midlands sport. Welcome back to the Selly Sportscast, a brand new podcast all about sport at the University of Birmingham and the wider West Midlands area. This podcast is a collaboration between Redbrick Sport and Burn FM Sport. I'm Jack Wardridge, sport editor for Redbrick, and I'm joined today with Emily and Rachel. How are you guys today? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Enjoying sitting from home and doing all my work. You're used to it now. Yeah, I'm quite lazy, so I'm not going to lie. I do sometimes enjoy having to so, do a seminar from my bedroom. So it kind of suits you then? Yeah, not going to lie. <laughs> how, how about you, Rachel? I'm doing good as well. Quite good. tired. The Zooms are taking a toll, I think. Definitely. Um, and do you guys want to introduce yourselves as well to begin with? Uh, so, yeah, I'm Emily. Um, I'm head of sport at Burn FM and have been for two years now. Um, over there we basically run all of the things like sport broadcasting on campus anything to do with like radio and commentary um, we do and yeah I also outside of uni oh I study geography at uni and I'm final year and outside of uni I work in cricket and netball as well great Rachel hi I'm Rachel I'm also a sports editor for Red Brick just like Jack Um, I am a history student as well and I was supposed to be on a year abroad, but the coronavirus didn't let that happen. So I'm here in Birmingham, um, but that means I get to be more involved with everything in sport here, which is good. And I have a specific interest in a different side of sport to most um, of what is covered. It's more I'm more into martial arts, kickboxing, MMA, that sort of thing. But I obviously like to cover all the regular stuff too. You um you fight as well, don't you, Rachel? Yeah, yeah, I compete. Um, I was world champion back in 2017, so serious part of my life, but I more like to just cover it in sport. Yeah, you don't want to mess with Rachel. I was um, going to say, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> ne- next thing was, um, I was going to ask you about your sort of favourite sports and that, but we basically covered that. So um, do you guys have like a favourite sport in memory? Yeah, I yeah, I have quite a few. Um but the two that always, always stick out to me, because um, I'm going to have to say both of them because I can never, ever decide. Um, mm-hmm. One was when England netball won the 2018 Commonwealth Games mm-hmm. um, over in Australia. That was amazing. Like, netball had not been seen as, like, a serious sport for a really long time. But that was partially because, like, it was never sort of in the news because England, they did well, but they never did amazing. Like, Australia dominated the netball world for the past 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um. And then England literally came back from 10 goals down against Australia to put in like an absolute blind performance and take the gold medal literally like right out of their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at like four o'clock in the morning. I think I woke my whole street up, like literally screaming at this laptop. <laughs> um, and then the second one, obviously, as a massive cricket fan, is when um, England men won the 2019 World Cup last year. It was just, it wasn't even like... The fact that they won, it was like the whole entire day. Like I'd spent the day with some of my, my best friends through cricket. I'd seen them win at Edgbaston the week before. Um, and then they just literally came out and won. And it, like it, they'd been spoke about for four years leading up to that day. And then it finally actually came around and 
they were in just the weirdest circumstances as well. It was just like incredible day. What about you, Rachel? Uh, I also have two actually. So I'd say the first one is uh, links to my coach. Uh, my coach is Michael Venom Paid. For any of you listening who know or into MMA and cage fighting, um, he like had his debut at the O2, and uh, we went to see him live, and it was his first like professional fight, and the, there was a huge build up, and we got tickets, and we were so close. And he had planned this flying knee against this guy. And it was a switch kick flying knee. And it went straight through his skull. And Ooh. all that, although that might be quite gruesome, it was just honestly so stunning. A brilliant knockout. And then I would say the second one would be when I won the Irish Open back in 2013. So that was quite a while ago. But it was a long-term dream of mine to win. And just finally making it to the final those last few seconds scoring a head kick. It's just the best feeling. I like that. I like that personal story, yeah. Um, <laughs> moving, on to, um, moving on to the interview today, we, we were joined um, by two guests, actually, this, this time around. The men's cricket president, Adam Cartwright, and the women's cricket president, Ellie Harris. They joined me and Emily to discuss all things cricket at the University of Birmingham and cricket as a whole. So we're joined today by Adam Cartwright from the men's UAB cricket and Ellie Harris from women's cricket. Um, how are you guys today? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, good, thanks. Good, good. Um, just to ease you into things, um, we wanted to ask you maybe like what your favourite sport in memory is. It can be cricket related or another sport. Um, for me, um, wasn't part of actually playing sport, but I um, went to watch the Women's World Cup final uh, in 2017 at Lords, and I'd say that's probably my favourite cricket in memory as well as it's sport good in one. memory. Just yeah. Yeah. What about you, Adam? Yeah, mine was probably the uh, cricket World Cup final for the men's last year. Uh, watching it was a it was a good day and a, one of the best matches in history. Really. Were you there? Yeah. No, I wasn't there. I was watching yeah. it on TV, unfortunately. I suppose it would have been good if you were. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it would have been mad. Yeah. Um, on a similar note as well, um, do you have a favourite memory of sport at, at Birmingham since since you've been at Birmingham? Um, in first year, obviously we didn't have any matches last year, but yeah, um, sure. in first year we went to Exeter and we stayed overnight and I think that's probably my favourite, just staying with the team overnight in a hotel before playing the next day. That's fun. Mm-hmm. We got thrashed, but we're still fun. <laughs> yeah, we had um, obviously no games last year, but yeah, the first course. year we we went off to Cambridge to play their Cambridge College first team, um, and we played really well and and beat them. It was good, quite a good away day with the lads as well. So that's probably mine. I know, I noticed on um, your Instagram as well. Didn't the indoor team win a competition last last year, or did they get to the finals or something? Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. got to um, the the finals, which we've got there for the last two seasons, which has been good. Um, we had we just sort of made a weekend of it, so it was down in Cardiff, and about forty five of our members went down to support the lads. Went went out on a night out in Cardiff, and then supported the lads the next day. So it was really good, sort of morale boosting, uh, mm-hmm. sort of uh, trip away, really. Good night out. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> yeah, it was rough the next morning getting up, but yeah. Oh, I bet. Going, going on to sort of uni stuff now, um, have you had any like competitions recently since, since we've been back towards the end of like the summer? And if so, how did they go? Um, we haven't, no, not yet. There's still a but um, uh, stopping all the uh, sport this term until January, mm. I think. So we've got mm-hmm. no competitions yet. We're hoping to yeah. get some friendlies in, but yeah, we'll just have uh, to see what the rules are. Yeah, because I was going to say, obviously, no books, no books this term. But have you had to make other plans then, like with friendlies? What other plans have you got got in store? Yeah, we are hoping to get some friendlies in um, against kind of more local unis. So Coventry and Warwick, we played them in friend indoor friendlies last year. So hopefully mm-hmm. we'll get them in, but it's just the whole rule of six. We're not allowed to play indoor games just yet. This is yeah. waiting for the regulations it's, to update. Has training been affected as well by all this? Yeah, heavily. So we can't play any indoor games at all. You can only really do nets. Um, so we can have six per net. Um, so it's a struggle to get everyone in um, and training because we've got limited numbers. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously Freshers' Week's just gone by. Um how did you find that? Like, did you have some taster sessions put on as well for the guys, for the new new students? Um, yeah, we did. We actually had like an overload of people wanting to play because it's kind of the only thing they can do at the minute. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had to put a outdoor taster session on as well. So we were able to have nets outdoors as well as um, indoor edge basting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we've got loads of interest this year, which is really good. What about you, Adam? Yeah, so we've um, we had our trials. They finished last Wednesday. Uh, we had a lot of interest as well. But then there's quite a few people that were stuck isolating, so couldn't trial, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit of a pain. So we're trying to work out how to get them involved and see if they're they're sort of up to the standard of the book squad. Um, but it's also good having the the social squad as well, where people if they're potentially not quite up to the standard or just want to play socially then they can go and uh train with them which is good as well so everyone can get involved regardless yeah. of the standard of cricket they play yeah so what what is a typical week like with cricket you know like in normal times and then obviously going forward so for us we um we train on a wednesday at edge baston uh three till five that's the only training session we have at the moment um but we mm. also have trying trying to do socials at the same time obviously sticking to the rules um stuff like that and we also have a, a six aside football uh team in the campus league um which is at the moment our main chance to meet up with with everyone um mm. so we go down there have a team of 10 that play and then we also have uh, people who aren't playing or aren't as good um they come in and support the lads. It's a really good sort of hour just to have a laugh and watch your mates play football and then go off to the, the pub afterwards to uh, have a, a post-match drink and stuff like that, which is good. Which bit are yeah. you on, Adam? Are you the not-so-good so you just sit on the sideline? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, I think I'm down as assistant manager this year. I, I won't get on the pitch. <laughs> you just supervise. Yeah, a shout from the side. <laughs> yeah, I, de- I definitely, I definitely think it's a good time to um, be doing a sport at Birmingham this year. You know, with not being able to go out as much and stuff like that. So, campus league joining a sports team is great. Yeah, definitely. 
I think that's could be my main sort of socialising for the first term, especially. The only time I really go out the house is for cricket or cricket-related things. So I definitely recommend getting involved in a sport somehow. And how can they get involved in women's or men's cricket if they wish? They can follow our social medias. So our Twitter is at UBWCC and our Instagram's also at UBWCC. And if they just send us a message on there, we can get them the info for getting to training because you have to sign up and stuff. So um, we can add them to the Facebook group as well. Um, And we welcome all abilities. So people who've never played cricket before are welcome to join women's cricket um, and we've got people who've been playing for years so we welcome everyone I was going to say how many squads have you got then roughly with cricket on either the men's and, and the women's All right, uh, so yeah we've got um, we've got three three teams three squads um, so first team second team third team uh, and then we've also got the social squad as well um, who are sort of uh, they're separate they're separate club as it is Um but we have, because obviously when it comes around to the summer, everyone's got exams as well. So we've got quite a large squad of about 80 members um, mm-hmm. just to, because when you get to, when you get to the summer and playing games, there's weeks where you could be left with about 20 people when you need 33. And it's a, it's quite difficult to, to get teams out. Um, the women, we've only got one because again, the same um, in the summer, it's quite difficult to get teams out. Um with exams and everything so we have a we have a squad of about 50 um this year which is really good and then indoors as well we've just got one team um six as well um but yeah we're getting more and more members every year which is really good so hopefully we might be able to get two squads out in the near future yeah i mean obviously the men's achieved at um this last year but i saw that um um women's cricket won the ub sport pride award as well do you want to tell us a bit a bit more about that yeah we did yeah um Mm. we won the pride award for inclusivity and diversity which we've kind of been working towards since it um became an award um so we put ourselves forward last year as well as this year um and it's basically we were really happy uh to win it because it just shows how inclusive our club is um involved in loads of events um including rainbow laces every uh member has a pair of rainbow laces we went to training um, as well as uh, we put on kind of mental health um, workshops. So last year we had opening up, come in and talk to us, um, which was really informative for everyone, I think. Um, but yeah, the award just kind of shows that the hard work we've been putting in to make everyone feel welcome in the club uh, was worth it. So yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I was so happy when I saw you guys had won because like, I know a few <laughs> of the girls in it and like what you do is like a club is really really good especially for like women's sport like you're always championing like new girls to join you make everyone feel so welcome like I know there's been a bit about like some sport clubs a bit of controversy but like you never hear anything bad about women's cricket which is a great place to be for your club um I'm going to talk more about like what cricket has been like outside of uni um over lockdown so like what was lockdown like for you did you manage to like get in your garden and play some cricket i know there was plenty of like village cricket videos like floating around yeah so yeah i luckily got a garden so um sort of played with my brother a bit every so often but most of the time just put it on the back burners and preferred watching the games rather than sort of training at the same time 
Uh, but I definitely did miss it. Yeah, same here. I was lucky enough to actually be back um, in Newcastle for lockdown. So um, I was, once the nets opened up, um, could go down with one other person. Um, and it was really nice to just play um, at my old club as well, which I haven't been to for ages as well. Um, and then obviously when it started, matches started again, it was nice to actually get out and play. And you mentioned obviously like watching as well. Um, how good was it to see cricket actually back over the summer? Like I'm a massive cricket fan and like it's my job. And I just felt obviously the world was a bit a bit mad. But having that one thing that we all love was so, so good to be back. Yeah, it was it was class for me. Um, just because as much as the atmosphere helps with cricket, you sort of, if you turn the TV on and watch like a county championship game, there's not many in the crowd anyway. So it wasn't too dissimilar um, but having it back was was good I'd, I'd sort of exhausted all the Netflix shows to watch so needed something new and having live sport back was was just great really Yeah I agree, it was kind of like a countdown to the first test started um, and it's just nice also to just have it on in the background as well while you're just getting on with your work again it was so nice And what did you think your favourite cricket moment was of 2020? Uh, for me, it was probably um, the. I think it was the second test against Pakistan when uh, we were chasing about two hundred and seventy, and about one hundred twenty for seven, uh, twenty one hundred twenty for five. It was Wokes and Butler. Um, I'd actually gone out. I can't remember where I'd gone. I was in the car and I sort of turned it off and sort of given up hope, and then got home and they'd obviously done that really really class um, partnership together uh, but for me that was sort of the thing that I thought if there was a crowd in there the atmosphere would have been mad yeah that would have been incredible I can't believe you left while Chris Wakes was batting as well because oh, no. you know my you know Rookie my obsession era. so yeah. and like from last year obviously from 2017 as well when uh, the women won the World Cup and then last year Adam when the men won the World Cup did you both maybe see like an increase in participation from cricket from then on we definitely have as women's cricket as well um so when I joined in first year I think there was only about 30 members if not less than that um and we've increased by about 20 people every year well to now we're almost double what we were two years ago oh that's amazing so there's definitely yeah there's definitely been it massive increase and I've noticed at my uh, club as well at home um, we used to struggle to get an 8 aside team out and now we're picking from about 20 people to get an 11 side so it's really really good. Yeah for, for me for sort of the men's side potentially not seeing a great deal of increased participation but more of a greater interest mm. so like the club I play at, at home is sort of a village club in the middle of the village but then you get the locals coming up just interested to come and watch cricket and stuff. So they've never been up to the club before and suddenly they're, they're coming up every weekend, which is uh, which is quite nice. Uh, and also I uh, I help with like the women's setup of my club as well. Um, and that sort of, in- the interest in that and the participation is that, uh, as Ellie said, has just sort of soared over the last couple of years. Yeah, no, I definitely noticed that as well. Like, just like, maybe not like people taking it up, but like, my netball team, for example, at home, like none of them have ever watched cricket before. But like after last year's final, they were literally like coming up to me and being like, oh, my God, like, did you watch the cricket? Like I obviously was obviously going to watch it. But like I literally never thought I'd see the day where like all of my netball team were asking me like if I'd watched it and stuff. 
Yeah. Do you yeah. think that's like translated into the uni? Um, do you feel like a great interest around it? Like sometimes when there's cricket on in the goose, like I can definitely notice like a lot more people watching it and things like that. Yeah, for me, I've I've seen it like it, as you said at the goose and at different pubs. Sort of, if the cricket's on, then people are more watching it intensively. But then also sort of having people email you as a cricket club and saying, I've never played before, but I want to get involved. Mm. I've seen quite a, an increase in that as well, which is which is good to see as well. I was going to say, yeah, we've definitely seen the same as well. The number of people messaging saying, I've never played before, please can we get involved? So it's definitely representative of how many more people are interested in the sport. And I had exactly the same um, when they won the World Cup as well. People messaging me like, oh, did you see the cricket? I'm like, yeah, obviously I did. But, oh, my God, you saw it as well. That was, yeah, had the same reaction. Yeah, I know. Like, people were, like, messaging me. And I was like, well, of course I watched it. I'm more shocked <laughs> that you watched it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for, I mean, for me personally, I'm not the biggest cricket fan. You know, I, I used to play it a bit in the garden and stuff. But, like, after the, after the World Cup last year... Um, my interest in it definitely grew. You know, always keep an eye out for the results and watch yeah. the old game as well. So it's been great for the sport. I think the fact that actually cricket was like one of the first sports to return as well has done it like a lot of favours. Like people who probably weren't fans before, like were fans, like casual fans, were probably like we were just counting down to the first test match because that's all they had to watch at that point. Yeah, people were just yeah. happy for live sport, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. 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 I had a few sort of mates that were not really interested in it messaging me saying oh I've got nothing else sort of to do so I'm watching the cricket and it's actually more interesting than anything and to finish off uh, to both of you so um what are your plans as clubs as presidents and as committees for 2020 and 2021 because obviously it's going to be quite a difficult year but you've both made brilliant brilliant starts to your clubs and have done wonders in the current circumstances so what do you see happening in 2020 and like finishing the year off um for me it's just making sure that everyone gets involved as much as they can whether that's at socials or uh, training obviously with capacity issues as well making sure that if people get a, a fair chance of um training um obviously they're, they're members of the club at the end of the day and they're paying so as as presidents, we have to make sure that they they get what they're paying for, really. Um, and then basically through to 2021 is hopefully getting out of some kind of lockdown and being able to sort of show mainly the freshers what what UBCC is all about and what we do on a, what a regular week and what will happen in future years for them, really. Yes. Yeah same here um it's getting people continuing to go to training um obviously it's a struggle so many people isolating and um constantly changing the regulations every few months so um just getting people at training um making sure that everyone gets their fair training sessions in terms of numbers so if people can't go one week due to the limited numbers that they are able to go the following week and then looking into 2021 it's hopefully getting getting some summer matches and as Cara said is showing um all the, the freshers what UBWCC is actually all about and the kind of fun we have as a group um and how inclusive it is. Brilliant. Well that's great to hear from you both. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys. Thank no you. Okay, so we've just heard from the interview with Adam Cartwright and Ellie Harrison from Cricket. 
Do you guys have any thoughts on how that went? Anything to discuss? I actually thought it was a really good interview. It was so nice to actually hear um, how they're still welcoming freshers into their group because that's like when I came to uni, like sport was a massive, massive part of my first year. So the fact freshers can get involved is really, really good news. Um, I think they're really positive about their training, like prospects as well. They're really lucky they get to train at Edgebaston all the time and I think they're even more lucky at the moment because Edgebaston have been so accommodating with them. They can still train inside and outside as long as they're sticking to the rules, groups of six and all of that. So, yeah, it was a really, really nice interview. I think they both spoke really well. Yeah, I quite liked how they were both, you know, really positive about like the year ahead, especially like, you know, with the potential disruption ahead as well. Um Obviously, like the last last year, the cricket season um, was cancelled, you know, for books and that. So no games were, you know, able to be played. And hopefully they're not too affected this year. There's no books this term, but that might, you know, only affect the indoor cricket teams. Um, so hopefully come May, the situation has changed and, and they can get back out there. Yeah, I definitely hope so they can mm. get back out there because it seemed like they had like a really good intake. Um especially like maybe building on from especially maybe last year um the mm. cricket world cup final it seemed like they had a lot more interest maybe from especially that. especially um, on the um the women's side as well I yeah think. exactly yeah the women seem to be doing amazing so fingers crossed they can get back playing yeah and we, we also obviously discussed um the pride award which the women's cricket team won last year um which i think is obviously great to be recognized you know about their sort of inclusivity as a, as a sports club I know that she seemed really happy about that award and mm -hmm. I think from an outsider who like knows a couple of the girls it was so nice to see them win yeah. that as well like they deserve it so much um Ellie was on committee last year and she did it like they all did a really really good job of like champion diversity and inclusivity yeah I mean I'm pretty sure they both even mentioned inclusivity is one of their sort of aims this year you know to yeah to make to make the club like open to all regardless of that ability so whether you're a beginner or you're a you're a seasoned cricketer I think that's one of the things especially the women pride themselves on you literally could have never picked up a cricket bat before and they'd welcome you with open arms like they don't do trials or anything like that um, I think that the men's is a bit different because it's set up in a slightly different way. Mm -hmm. So they have like a books team and then they also have a social team. The social team is you don't need any experience at all. Um, but like the the men, the senior team you sort of have to trial for. But they the, the men's senior team and the social team are still like they all know each other really well. So they all still get on. So it's not like a divide or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they both like seem quite social groups as well. You know, like they do a lot of things together yeah, as a 100%. team, you know. <laughs> campus league obviously um adam mentioned as well which is obviously just come back recently so i think a, a range of different sports back but football netball yeah so yeah um it's a bit like jack you mentioned that you played football the other day i played netball yeah. the other day and it was like I, I i put on my netball trainers for the first time in like i think it's probably like eight months to play an actual game on an actual court yeah, it's and been it was a long so, time so good it was like the best we never i put on my netball dress and i was like yes this is it just even yeah, if just, i can't have a sports night i can at least play netball yeah yeah <laughs> just being able to get out of the house isn't it and just run around and um try and improve our fitness and stuff like that which has obviously um suffered the last few months well for me personally but um but yeah it was good to be good to be out there again 
Yeah, I think it's so important things like campus league are back, especially after lockdown when students were just locked inside with nothing to do. And even now, with everything being online, having that escape, even if it's an informal meeting, like it's not proper bucks, which is even better. Just feel more comfortable to play a couple games with your friends. Yeah, it was so nice just to see everyone. Like yesterday I felt so grotty and then I went out and I played netball and I just felt so much better. Um, yeah, I know, talk about fitness, like, seems so weird, like, three, four months ago, I was, I'd go on a walk every day because there's nothing else to do. Now if I walk every day, that is weird, like, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so nice to see as well, like, freshers getting involved, like, we had netball, um, geography netball tasters yesterday, and like, 45 freshers came, um, and we've got another session booked for tomorrow where there's another 45 coming, and it was so nice to see them all, like, so, just so enthusiastic about playing, because they've literally got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I think we, we, um, we touched on it in the last episode about how important, like, sports clubs are, whether it's campus league or, like, actual, you know, university sports clubs, you know, being with the social side to uni, like, you know, really limited this year, so I think yeah. sports clubs, you know, are a great opportunity for, for freshers. Yeah, like I met some of my best friends during net, like the netball games that I played last year for geography. Yeah. Um, since my first year, I've met some really, really good people there. Um, and yeah, they like all were like talking and stuff, and it literally you could just tell it was like the only outlet of the week because um, obviously they're not allowed to like mix in their like flats or mm. anything. So you could just tell they were so nice to just see other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's the importance of it. You know, being able to like make th- friends because it's not not going to be as easy for them no, you know, this yeah. year, which is a shame. Yeah, you know, in, in, the, in the interview as well with Adam and Ellie, we also obviously discussed about cricket coming back, didn't we? So obviously it was great to be back. I know, Emily, you're a big cricket fan. What was it like for you, you know, cricket coming back in the summer? Oh, it was it was amazing. It was so, so good. It was partly because like watching cricket again um, was so amazing. Like counting down to that first test test match, like um, Adam said, was a really big highlight. Like I think it was the the very start of July, so it was probably one of the first sports to come was back. Was that was that against the West Indies? Yeah, that, yeah, that it test. was. Yeah, and yeah. for the West Indies to come over as well was absolutely amazing. What they sacrificed this summer, yeah, it was great. As well from as them, Pakistan yeah. and Australia was so commendable. We're so thankful to them, um, but also. I have so many, like, half of my friends are from cricket. Like, I've worked in it so long that, like, half of the people that I know are from cricket. So it wasn't just watching again. It was actually, like, a chance to get back to, like, my media team at Warwickshire. We all get on so well. Um, So it was a chance for us to all get back together and see each other. Like, you mentioned the social side of things. Because one side of cricket to me is the sport, and I love the sport. But other, I I do love the social side of it as well. So it's just Mm -hmm. so nice to be sat back. In the press box, I'm really, really lucky and I'm so grateful that I was actually able to go in and watch live cricket because I know, obviously, there was, like, pilots. The Warwickshire had a pilot that went really, really well and then, obviously, the sport pilots got cancelled. And mm-hmm. even though we meant to try and get fans in for October, um, we weren't allowed. So I was super, super lucky that I actually was able to go and watch in person and that's something I'm so grateful for. Yeah. What did you make of it with there being, like, no spectators at the Games? Um, it was weird. Um, I don't think it was odd, but I'm now just like, you just got used to it. Um, in a mm. county game, you'd normally only have about, depending on the day, sometimes you can only have like a thousand people at Edgebaston and that's a 25,000 seater stadium. So that was a bit weird, mm. um, to get used to. Um, but 
I think the biggest thing about it was when finals day came around and normally the Holly stand at Edgebaston, which is like the big party stand, would be absolutely like yeah, jumping. Buzzing. By like mm. seven o'clock on that Saturday, it would normally be absolute chaos in there. But like finals day was just played in front of an empty crowd. Like they had all like the fireworks, the fire and the music. And it like it was good and they tried their best, but that was that was the one point in the season I was like, yeah, that this is when normally there'd be an absolute crowd buzzing, yeah. Yeah, it's just not the same, is it? No, no way. Um what about your role with them with Warwickshire then? You know, do you go home and away with Warwickshire games? Um, so at Warwickshire I run everything to do with the women. Um, I'm okay. the women's team reporter and then also like assist um, whenever I can with the men's game and whatever. So if there's women's games, yeah, I go home and away and cover them in terms of like match reports and social media. And then I've done a few men's games here and there when other people can't get to them and go and just do like, yeah, the same basically. So were you um, were you covering the Central Sparks then recently? Yeah. Yeah. So in the new Rachel Heho Flint trophy, um, I was basically the media manager for the Central Sparks team on a match day. So there was me and another girl called Freddie. So Freddie did, Freddie was the digital lead and she did all the digitals from home. And then on a match day, she handed over to me and I did the role that day. And that was so much fun. And it was also so good to see women's cricket back as well. Um, there was a bit of controversy about how like England women weren't really getting many games um, compared to the men so it was really nice to actually see a tournament devoted to women and professional women as well come through just like last week's episode we'd like to cover more than just university sport looking broadly at west midland sport we're covering various areas such as rugby cricket and football so have any of you got anything that you'd like to bring up um so yeah just in my uh cricket um central sparks actually came there was two groups um, a North and a South group. They came second in the North group, narrowly missing out on the chance to go to the final. Um, and then the final was actually played at Edgebaston on the 27th of September and Southern Vipers won. They beat Northern Diamonds. Quite uh, quite a good game, actually. Um, so, yeah, and then for the men's cricket, Birmingham Bears, the T20 side, again, narrowly missed out on quarterfinal qualification. It was came down to the last game and unfortunately they just couldn't get over the line. And in, like, the county game, yeah, they didn't manage to progress to the final either. So another rebuilding year, I think. <laughs> Not the best season. No, but we'll go again. we go again. Ian Bell's retired, hasn't he, as well? He oh, has, God. yeah, um, which is sad. And it's been, a, like, a big year for retirements as well, actually, because um, Jeetan Patel, our overseas spinner, who is the god of Warwickshire has actually retired as well and so is Tim Ambrose who's the wicketkeeper who's been behind the stumps for as long as I've been supporting Warwickshire I think since like 2006 2007 um so yeah yeah it's been a sad year for retirements as well and what about you Jack um yeah on the football front um Villa have been going strong in the in the Premier League they've played played three matches at, at the time of recording and, and won all three um, including like a 7-2 victory over um, Liverpool, you know, who won the league last last season, which was pretty impressive. You know, it came out of nowhere. Um, and then West Brom on the, uh, <laughs> the other other side of, other side of the table, they they're on one point from like the first four games. So quite, they've had quite a tough start, but um, they played well the other week against Chelsea, where they drew three three. So 
Um, they're, they're going all right. And then Wolves have had a slow start. And then Birmingham City in the Championship. I think are still in, unbeaten after the first couple of games. Um, they're under a new manager. So um, the Midlands teams aren't doing too bad on, on the football side of things. And did you want to talk about Wasps, Rachel? Yeah, so in rugby, the Wasps put on a great show in the Premiership final recently, beating the Bristol Bears 47-24. And they actually made it to the final for the first time since 2017, which I thought was quite cool. Um, And it will be their 11th Premiership final. Um, And something to note would be Jack Willis, a player. Apparently he's someone to look out for. Um, England coach Eddie Jones talking about him on watching him Fab, so that's our second episode of the Selly Sportcast where we spoke all things about returning to union, how good it is to be playing sport again and then obviously we had a brilliant interview with the two cricket team presidents on campus um, Ellie and Adam and it was really nice to be back doing this um, to have a bit of normality talking about sport in a crazy crazy year